All right, guys, my name's Ian. I'm an alcoholic heroin addict. Uh, how's everyone doing tonight? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, let's see, to start off, my sobriety date is July 27, 2018. I have a sponsor. His name is Dre. Uh, my home groups are Shot in the Dark HA at the Costa Mesa Lano Club Tuesday and Sunday nights. Uh, my other home group is Chapter 7 AA Big Book Study in Garden Grove on Monday nights. Um, let's see, man. I'm up here to share my experience, strength, and hope with y'all because uh, I'm a heroin, I'm a hopeless heroin addict uh, that for some reason has been gifted sobriety one day at a time since July 27, 2019. And uh, my only hope up here is that something I may say may spark interest in you, you may relate, and then you can come up to us after the meeting, like, hopefully like, oh, I like what he had to share, I related to that. Or more importantly, I believe that, you know, this program could work for me too. Um, you know, it talks about, for me real quick, just to qualify is, you know, before I ever pick up a drink or a drug man is, uh, the way I was raised, these different circumstances led me to have this belief system of fuck a nine to five, a job, a career, a wife, kids, the white picket fence, all that type of shit. That shit's corny to me, right? Really, it's a deep fear and insecurity that I can never accomplish these things. On the other side of that, you know, who doesn't want to be a rock star? I want to be my own creator. I want to be my own boss. You know, I want to make money. I want to impact and influence the world in a positive way, but I want to make minds, you know? And so I'm a hooper, bro. I ball. That's what I want to do. Eventually, what happens, man, is that I fucking hate working hard. You know, so I don't want to participate in the normal flow of life. All of a sudden, in basketball, motherfuckers getting way too tall. Motherfuckers getting just as fast as me. You know, and uh, so I don't. I don't work on no hesitation move. I don't work on change of speed. I just play. I just play pickup. I play AAU in school, and next thing you know, man, it's too much work, and I get these deep fears and insecurities that basketball is not a way of life for me anymore. You know, and I don't think it was a coincidence for me at that time that drugs and alcohol was introduced to my life. When I tried heroin for the first time at about turning 17 years old, you know, I started smoking bud, that was my identity. And then I started smoking heroin when I was about 17 years old. And uh, you know, what I can kind of poetically describe today is that I had a smile on my face and the freedom in my heart knowing I was gonna die young. I, I didn't have to work a day, I didn't have to work a hard day in my life again. to participate in a nine to five or normal, the uh, normal society or fucking work hard at creating anything you know i knew i was gonna die young i didn't give a fuck about a relationship with my mom who's a, uh i'm an only child to a single mother uh i didn't give a fuck about anything right and uh what that led me to my experience was always back into the rooms of alcoholics anonymous narcotics anonymous heroin anonymous and uh jails and institutions jails multiple times for theft and all this type of shit man and uh what we get into in the introductions of our book, like, uh, is we hope that the education of our first from doctor's opinion to chapter four is this education variety of trying to educate you on, educate me on my uh, condition and my situation and my circumstances, right? And in the introduction, we're trying to say that this education and then our sharing experience, strength, and hope is so that no further authentication is needed for anybody. You know, that we can see that something has worked up here uh, for us and that it could work for you too. You don't have to go to the depths that other people have gone. You know, you don't have to experience prison terms. You don't have to experience homelessness living behind a fucking garbage can. You don't have to do any of that. All you do have to relate to is what we get into the doctor's opinion is that 
what may qualify you as the real drug addict, heroin addict, or alcoholic is that um, I have this allergy of the body that separates me as a distinct entity from the rest of the world, the rest of other people, is that when I ingest a substance is that I lose control. Um, I lose all control over that substance use. And it always brings me to rooms like this in jails and institutions, right? And then um, is this phenomenon of craving, right? The allergy leads to the phenomenon of craving. And I have no mental control over that. And, uh, and then I can't stay stopped. You know, and we get more into that about chapter three, more about alcoholism is that it talks about these mental blank spots, man. And what I'm about to describe is that all of us, if you are the real addict or alcoholic, and I don't want to condemn anybody in here, is that I'm fucked no matter what. And here's the reason why. It talks about these mental blank spots, right? Is that the substances are the problem, right? Heroin's the problem. That's what drives me out of control and leads me here every single time, right? So I can detox and I get sobered up, right? And I start to get my head back on my shoulders and I get all of these resolutions again and these promises, these, this high resolve that, okay, I'm gonna get that nursing career that my mom always wanted me to get. I'm gonna uh, manage my life better this time. All I need is the job, all I need is the girl. You know, but how many, how many jobs have I had? How many girls have I had, but I've never had recovery, right? And so I think that basically I get sober, right? The substances are out, out of the uh, picture. And all of a sudden I get this idea that is just like, it's, com it's common sense, you know, is that I rest satisfaction out of this life if I could just manage well, you know? And every single time is that, right? I can't stop. And if I do, I can't stay stopped, right? So what it describes is that Shakespeare describes that every, every person in this world, um, we suffer from selfishness and self-centeredness. And that's not necessarily like big macho man, like Ian up here, like, no, because I'm a little guy, right? I have these deep fears and insecurities, right? I can be selfish and self-centered even when trying to be kind, compassionate, modest, self-sacrificing. But in the end, I'm always trying to get something out of, I always have these expectations of a result, you know, because it just makes sense to me that I just need to manage my life. That's, that's what we're all here for is that I can manage my life life and experience happiness is that but I don't know what happiness really is I have a picture and an image of what it's supposed to look like from what has taught me in society and growing up right but for me I never experienced that I'm a uh I'm victim to the book describes these bedevilments man is that uh I I I'm plagued by fear um fucking I can't maintain relationships I I, I feel like I'm use, useless to people in the world Right. And so for me, an example of how this plays out in these mental blank spots is that I can get sober. Right. Now I just need to get the job so I can get back on my feet financially and then get my own place and get a car and, you know, then get that nursing education after the get well job and then have a family in the white picket fence. Mind you that in the beginning, my entire life, I thought that shit was corny. I don't want any of that. But I've convinced myself now that that's what I want. And that's what I need. Right. So I'm two weeks into this fucking warehouse get well job. And all of a sudden I'm fucking at the uh, assembly line. And I'm like, dude, fuck this fucking job. And the thoughts that precede that thought are so fucking quick and escalate so quickly to an extreme of fuck this job turns into life comes from nothing and proceeds nowhere. And there's not, nothing has purpose. And what's the use of it anyhow? 
And then in that mental blank spot, someone throws a drink my way and I have no defense. I'm so fucking insane. So insane, right, is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. I fucking use heroin knowing exactly what the fuck is going to happen. Life has no purpose. I don't give a fuck, you know, sober or high. I'm fucked. I'm completely fucked with or without, you know, so what is there left to do? And that's what we're up here trying to describe today is that there is a solution, right? And what Alcoholics Anonymous and Heroin's Anonymous has provided me, this solution is that uh, I had to get armed with the facts about myself, you know, so uh, get down to causes and conditions. And recently what's kind of been an a ongoing topic in my life is this six and seven step and this 10th step, which uh, I wanna kind of explain before I get into that real quick is this great promise. And uh, take everything I have with a grain of salt, right? Cause you're gonna have to get in the book by yourself. Everything I might be saying up here might be bullshit, I don't know. But you gotta get in the book yourself and get into the truth and see if this experience works for you. Because what worked for me was those 10 step promises is that when I was fucking beaten down into a state of reasonableness, that in my very second step, at the beginning of our steps, you gave me, you, you came up with this idea about God, right? And I was like, whoa, this is kind of early for this shit, right? But in the more about alcoholism and shit is that there's, there's only one thing that can relieve me of this shit. And it's something I can't feel, touch, see, smell, fucking fully comprehend that is going to relieve my all my problems especially the drinking drug problem right and so we talk the book describes it as what turns out to be a flimsy read turns to be the loving and powerful hand of the most high and mind you that i don't mean no offense to anybody in here but my god is like this fucking flower life hippie hippie type of shit perennialist tradition perennialism having to do with everything and things that don't even exist you know, my God is ever expanding, ever growing, all that type of shit. I don't, I don't fully comprehend it. I don't know. I just close my eyes and I fucking talk to it. And that's, that's all I had to do. I just had to be willing to make the approach, right? And it's continue to grow with me. Um, so I was beaten down so fucking bad that when you came to me with a God idea and said that God is either everything or he's nothing, I had to say I, nothing else has worked for me. You know, nothing else has worked for me. So fuck it, dude. God is everything. Get me on to the next fucking step. I need some relief, right? I need what you have. And so we get to them 10 step promises is that if you are the real alcoholic or the real drug addict is described in this book, man, is that we experience what we call what it describes as the relief of the obsession to drink and use, which is that I cease fighting everything and anyone, especially drugs and alcohol. You know, you put a fucking piece of dope in front of my face on my worst fucking day. And mind you, I work in treatment. There's a fucking little red box right next to my desk that's full of rigs and fucking, fucking dope and all this type of shit it has no power over me today. I don't look at that fucking box or someone comes in and go, oh my God, I'll lose this job if I use today. Or I, I don't stay sober out of fear or fear of consequences, right? Is that that box right there has no power over me. I look at that box and I react sanely and normally. It's no longer a working part of my mind. And being a hopeless fucking heroin addict that has a thinking problem, that's a fucking miracle, you know? And that's the miracle of it. You know, when we say stay till the miracle happens, is that when that happens for you, if you get into these steps, you will feel a sense of relief. 
and that this shit works. And that now is the launching pad of what life in this program is really about, is that now that you have witnessed this, you want to carry it and you want to help someone else relieve their suffering and give them a solution to their problem and be a part of their life. And human interaction, eye to eye, connection, personal relationships, participating in the flow of life. And that starts off by realizing that at the intense that promises that God is fucking real and that life is worth it. And from there, man, we get launched into the fourth dimension of reality when we hit the 12th step. And now that I have to, I want to sponsor other people and I want to help other people achieve what I've achieved. Now I actually have to maintain what I have. I have to maintain the relationship with the thing that has given me the greatest gift of my life. And for that, this then becomes a way of life and not just tasks that I need to do to stay sober, right? This becomes a way of life. The greatest freedom in the world is doing what you want to do because you want to do it. And all of this is brand new, man. All of this is fucking brand new. The only thing that has to change is everything you hear all the time. And the thing is that it might be scary and it might be fearful and you might hit bumps in the road and it might be hard, but you gradually grow into it. De determined upon my motives and my intentions all throughout this deal, right? And what that fourth dimension of reality is that none of this is about me. Life is not about me. The key to life is service to others. And that's an ancient philosophy, you know, that I failed to heed. And uh, when it talks about the seas fighting everything or anyone, placing the state of neutrality safe and protected, is that I don't fucking get caught up in politics no more. I don't fucking get, up, get caught up in trying to prove other people's gods wrong, wrong. I don't get caught up in trying to prove you wrong or how to live your life or tell you what you need to do. I don't get caught up in conspiracy theories anymore, the 1% or wealth inequality or none of that type of shit. You know, I'm, I'm kind of in the Eastern philosophy like this Taoism is that I just chill and I just take the next indicated step and God does the rest. And whether I can comprehend suffering or why it happens is not my deal. You know, um, I'm not in the results business. I'm in the take the action business and that's it. And I leave the results up to him. And when I'm like that, what a relief. And how easier life gets and how more worth like life is and how much of a sense of purpose I then have and contentment, a man brimming over with self-reliance and contentment. Um, and so with that, guys, uh, thank you for allowing me to share with you. Um, welcome to the newcomers. Because of this program, I am armed with the facts about myself and therefore the facts about the alcoholic and the addict, if that is to you. Um, I am available for sponsorship. And if you already have a sponsor, I'm available um, for outside support as well. Thank you for letting me share.